pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 8-7, Oklahoma. And another run. Great. Touchdown, Sooners. John Bishop back with you on Big Red Overreaction, which is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. All right, back to the phones, 402-951. By the way, was that the touchdown that made Gus sick? I think uh, so. Man, I didn't... He was pretty subdued on that call, and he was gone a few minutes later. John, did you notice anything up until, like, because it was a surprise to me. I didn't feel like he was getting sick as the half went along, but I guess now that I hear that... Maybe it uh, it makes a little bit. Yeah, more perhaps sense. outside of you know just hearing the clunkiness of you know the headphones being taken off, you know I could tell something had happened, but I didn't know it was his health. And 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 Joel Clapp made it repeated statements during the game that you know Gus is just under the weather. He's he's okay, so that's good to hear. But um, I, I'm wondering <laughs> if that was the worst thing to happen to this fan base because when they moved Urban to the booth, I thought, oh God, here we go. Oh, I know. But. Uh, <laughs> And shout out to Joel Klatt for uh, for getting the job done in play-by-play. Although hey, they, Joel did a great job, by the way. Great job. They didn't do much play-by-play. It was more of like a talk show in the in the second half. Uh, which makes sense. Which makes sense. Back to the phones on the Los Angeles Harley-Davidson hotline. We've had Derek holding for a while. Uh, Derek, you're up on Big Red Overreaction. What's going on? Hello. 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 Yeah, I went to that game. I won tickets, and I can only imagine how, how I would feel if I had actually paid money. But that was one of the worst efforts I think I've seen in the last 20 years. I mean, the only other comparable non-effort, you know, I can think of was Oklahoma State, you know, 2007. But, you know, I'm listening to all these people talk about coaches and, oh, you know, you have to give Mickey a shot. And I'm fine with interviewing Mickey Joseph. But why are we looking down on Matt Campbell when Matt Campbell has actually been more successful than Nebraska, first of all? And, you know, the other day I gone through his record. He's in all his games. He doesn't lose to bad teams. I mean, I've heard people compare it to Mike Riley. And if you go through the records, you know, they may win loss look similar, but Mike Riley was losing to much worse teams. And it just blows my mind how resistant. And listen, there have been two horrendous coaching searches in the last 20 years. And, but this is a new search. Nebraska can outbid many, many schools now. And listen, maybe it's not going to be a good hire, but he's going to be better than Scott Frost. And if he's run a program for you know eight or nine years and done it successfully, like Dave Doreen, you know, I don't know if Dave Doreen is going to succeed here, but I know there's a better chance because he's been good at North Carolina State and he may bring, you know, the other assistants here, which, you know, that'd be its own radio show, but at least they're good. And, you know, listen, it's not about keeping the same coach for 20 years. It's about when you make a hire, making the best hire you can. And listen, Nebraska can pay $7 million a year, a very high assistance pool. And, you know, we need to get over the fact that, oh, yeah, you know, just because we fired winning coaches in the past, no one's going to want to come here. 
someone is going to want to take that money, and they're going to want to reward their assistants with that. I mean, do you think Matt Campbell doesn't want to double the salaries of all his assistants or Chris Kleiman or Lance Leipold? Like, they're going to turn that down necessarily? Maybe, but well, I, I, I would hope first thing, and, and, and I don't disagree with you on, on Matt Campbell. I, I'm, I, I like Matt Campbell. I think he might be a pretty good hire here, but uh, let's also not make the same mistakes of the past. You know, if you're going to get a big assistant pool, make sure you go out and get some really good assistants. Don't just bring all your, you know, your, your buddies over from the previous stop. Uh, Cause that's what Frost did. And that put him behind. Um, so yeah, it's a, it, be careful in your decision on who you make as head coach, and then that next head coach needs to go out and take advantage of the situation offered to him and go out and get the best assistant coaches that he can to help him do that job. Yeah, and I'm glad one of the things uh, that Derek mentioned has sort of been tamped down maybe a little bit over the last week. It, uh, John, I haven't heard as much of, like, who's going to want to come here. And that's that's good because I hate that conversation. Yeah, yeah and, and 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 I listen. You know, Nebraska's in a spot right now, and that's the other thing that that this extra time affords Trev Alberts is to really find out just how attractive his job is. And I think Trev is going to find this job is very attractive. Yes, and he's because, not he's not just looking at names either. He's got a whole process, and and he, he knows exactly what he wants. And and that's exactly. that's the big thing, and that's what he's using the time for. Exactly, and so the support. The finances, you know, the new landscape of college football, NIL, all of that stuff has put Nebraska has put this job in a different light than it w- that it was when Bo Pelini became the head coach, when Bill Callahan became when, in any of the other coaching searches. It's different, and so now Trev has a chance to find out exactly what he has to sell, and then go out and find the person he needs to sell to take the job. Uh, back to the phones here. Let's go to Joe on the Lust Hills Harley Davidson hotline. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Uh, whatever. What can you say about today? We had one caller call in who wants to hire Mickey Joseph because he loved his press conference. John said, you're going to give him till November and then ask him. I say under no circumstances should be Nebraska be looking at Mickey Joseph. This this program is totally broken, totally broken. We keep talking about identity and somebody. You need somebody that has experience. Mickey Joseph does not have head coaching experience. Somebody's got to come in, literally lay a foundation and build this thing from the ground up. He has to have a network that he uh, has put together over years with some head coaching experience, and Mickey Joseph doesn't have that you know back when we went through this with turner gill was one of my favorite players but when it came down to hire him i knew turner gill was not going to work he didn't have any experience we went to scott scott had a couple years of experience the wrong place the wrong time it didn't work it ain't going to work with mickey joseph either you need somebody with experience preferably with big 10 experience that that this is a this is a train wreck it really is a train wreck and how is Mickey Joseph gonna gonna correct that? Yeah, and thanks for the call, Joe. I I don't know that I don't know that what he has done or hasn't done so far is network because I think he has a network. Obviously, he's you know his his brother's a defensive coordinator in the NFL. He's been a good coach yeah. for a long time in a lot of different places. Like he's he's got a network. 
I don't think there's anything about Mickey that precludes him from being a candidate from this job, and that's part of the reason why we have the remainder of the season to sort of figure that out. But I don't disagree with the main point, which is experience obviously helps here, and experience in, in building yeah. a program. There's no doubt about it. I agree. That. I agree wholeheartedly. I, I told this to our friend Jack Mitchell from, KML, from KLIN. If the, if the decision had to be made today, Mickey wouldn't be in my top 20. But the reason why I want to give him – ask me in November because – We'll see how the program responds to him. We'll see how he responds to the situation and the pressure. Pressure, And then to Damon's point, we'll see if he actually really wants the job. Yeah. But I'm going to let him do his thing right now, and I'm not going to really look at him as as, as the next head coach because it, it's there, – there's just – I mean, if this was – if there was anybody else right now at the helm, would Mickey Joseph be a candidate? Probably not. Yeah. So I, I'm just, I, just going to let that go, see where it is, but in the meantime, Trev's got, you know, the ability to go out and, and shop Nebraska's wares and to see what kind of a what kind of a product he has to sell and what kind of person is willing to buy. And by the way, I don't know that today should really be counted against Mickey Joseph, even though he took responsibility no, for no. it. This is a this is yeah. a long process. This yeah. isn't one day. That's why that's why it drove me crazy when I heard everyone, you know, wanting to throw oh, throw let's throw him some money right now because of he, because of one interview or one press conference he did. It's like, folks. Part of the reason why you made the decision when you did was because it gave you some time. You're not under any deadlines today. You're not going to fix Rome in a day. It's going to take a while, and there's a lengthy process here, so patience. Yeah, the last thing we need to do right now is jump and have a have a panic move. Like, and and they won't because this is going to go no, on. No, they're for not. Two Trevor, more months. There's an adult making this decision. <laughs> right. There is an adult making this decision. I trust him that he will make a good decision. I trust him because Trev Alberts is an adult. Uh, that's pretty key in all this. We need an adult in the room. Uh, back to the phones on the Les Hills Harley Davidson hotline from uh, we have Merle now. Hey, Merle, what's going on? Merle, go ahead. Yeah. So, so uh, most people call me slim because I'm a big guy. But uh, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I just have a lot of issues with what the offensive line and what the defensive line represent and i feel like we hired you know this new offensive line coordinator to come in here and do something and first drive it looked great and everything but uh like how i mean how do we how do we go away from the run when allen was in there running the ball and getting seven to ten yards a chunk and then we got nothing and then we quit and then we went away from it now you know I'm an Oklahoma Sooners fan, but I like watching Nebraska football, and I like, and I like see watching good football. I went to the game today, but I was just so disappointed with what was going on, and you know, and it, and it's like, and and one other thing is just, I mean, I don't care who we hire, if it's Urban Meyer, if it's Matt Campbell, if it's Les Miles, if it's you know, you know, Lee Corso, I don't care, but I just want somebody to show emotion. And I feel like I'm sick and tired of looking on the sidelines and seeing head coaches with their arms crossed and just standing there with a look on their face that they don't know what's going on. They don't know. They don't know whether to be happy or be mad. And that was Bo Pelini. You know, yeah, he was a little bit, you know, out there and got a little bit too excited. But I mean, go to Callahan, go to Mike Riley, go to Scott Frost. I mean, they just sit there with their arms crossed and it just like give me something. You know, whether you motivate. Or, 
get in somebody's ear hole, just do something. And that's what I got to say. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Burl or Clint or whatever the whatever people Slim. Call it. Slim. Clint, I don't know. Yeah, because he's a big guy. They call him Slim. Uh, that's the other thing I don't want Nebraska to do is do what the, the pattern has been, Ugh. and that is, well, we had an offensive guy, and it didn't work. Yes. We have a defensive guy. Well, we had an emotional guy. Now we need a calm guy, and then go the other way. Nope. That's not no. how this is going to be done. This no, is going to be no. done from a Again, very granular, a- process-oriented level, because why, John? There's, an, there's adult an adult in the room. All right. There you go. Everybody along. We'll get the it. timing down. We got six months. <laughs> or no, six not six months. We don't have six. God, I hope this doesn't Oh go my six god, months. if we had six months. If this goes six months, then there's big problems. <laughs> big red overreaction is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. All right, well, let's uh let's get through a couple more here and then we'll we'll take another break. Uh you know what? Actually, let's do that right now, and then we'll we'll come back with Rick, Bob, Tim, whoever else, stay on the line. Uh, 402-951-1620. You can continue to call in on Lost Hills Harley-Davidson Hotline. We'll be back with more next on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Keg. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 